You're listening to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I'm here to help facilitate conversations around what it means to step into your confidence so you can live the life you want, not the one you think you should. Join me as we talk about body and self-acceptance, nutrition, movement, and mindset so that you can uncover what dulls your sparkle so you can shine. With that, let's go to the show. Hello, my friend. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm sorry it's been so long. I feel like I keep having to apologize for not being consistent with episodes, but I do miss you. I think about you and what you need to hear, and especially given what's going on. I have been thinking about this episode for a long time and finally landed on what I thought we should talk about today. And as of this recording date, which is 323-2020, we are in week one of self-quarantine. Basically, our governor issued a statement yesterday that asked us to stay home. And so today is day, like a full day one for a lot of people. And myself included, this is actually the start of week two. For some people, it's the start of week three, just kind of depending on where you are with all of this COVID-19 coronavirus stuff going on. And It just, it feels big and heavy and weighty, and I wanted to really approach this episode with a sense of gravity, but also a a little bit of an uplift as well. So I invite you to come and to spend 20 minutes with me as we process together what this time is inviting us to. And for myself personally, you know, my gym where I do part-time personal training and nutrition coaching closed last week. So I've been home with my little guy for 10 days, 12, 12 days now, and it's been good. It's been really good. And my husband is a therapist and has started seeing people online as opposed to meeting in person, and that's been good. And I've been a little bit nervous to share with you how I'm doing, because one, I want to hear how you're doing, but I also realize that, that I have thoughts and feelings too, so here I am sharing them. But I've been scared. I have a little bit of like survivor's guilt, I think, because... I see a lot of people who are just struggling and feel like they are sinking. And I even saw one woman post today that she's slipping into depression. Another who said that she's sinking in anxiety. And I want to affirm and validate those feelings. Those are incredibly real. And your feelings are your feelings. Right now, the movie Frozen 2, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, 
but it's, it's my favorite movie right now. And has so many quotable lines, but the whole premise of the movie, the way that I interpret it is that your true self is calling you and you are all you need to be magical. And that has been my theme of 2020 is listening to the call and answering the call. And anyway, that's totally a little rabbit trail. We'll come back to that in a minute. But in the movie, Sven the reindeer tells Kristoff, the feelings you feel are real. Let down your guard. And I love that he says that because, you know, there are also a lot of people out there who are, you know, let's stay positive and like hashtag positivity and silver linings. And I love those people. (laughs) I love them. And I'm trying to marry the two of validating the feelings of scarcity, lack, um, fear, anxiety, while also holding space for this invitation to more. And it can be both which is messy. And I know that a lot of us want it black or white, right? Like we don't like the gray, but the gray is where we're being invited to venture into. So I just want to talk a little bit about the invitation that we're all receiving. And it's one that I think is so beautiful. And I have been viewing this time not with anxiety or dread, though those feelings come up. I refuse to participate in them, and they have no place right now for me. I am choosing that. And we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. But the first invitation that we're being given is to do the work that we've been putting off. And this looks like personal development work. (laughs) This looks like doing the work of understanding yourself in a new way. For me, it's looked like doing inner child work. I have known this needs to be done for a long time. And I've put it off, put it off, put it off. And finally, I can put it off no longer. I have no excuse not to do it. And it has been the hardest, most rewarding work of my life. And I wouldn't have done it had, I mean, I would have done it, let's be clear. It just might have taken me longer without this forced time that I have. And you have the same invitation. There is a pull on your heart right now. Your your self, your higher self is inviting you to explore a new avenue that you haven't explored yet. Maybe it's past trauma. Maybe it's setting boundaries with people. Maybe it's setting boundaries with your work. Maybe it's re-examining your work and your why altogether. Simon Sinek, who wrote It Starts With Why, he's super hot and did this amazing TED Talk, but he has been going live on Instagram and starting a book club about It Starts With Why, because a lot of people are questioning Why am I even doing what I'm doing? Whether that's homeschooling my kids or running a business or fighting social injustice, why am I doing these things? And it's an invitation to look at that. This whole time, 
this forced rest is a chance to really do some of the emotional work that maybe you weren't able to do prior. And there's so much richness out there and so many teachers who are putting out materials. Danielle Laporte did an inner child healing meditation this morning that was so beautiful. It's incredible. And there are so many people. I know Glennon Doyle is is doing uh, some story times. I mean, these incredibly influential people who are leaders in personal development are just blowing my mind right now. And it's an opportunity for you and for me to really dive into this. What questions do you need answered? And what questions do you already have inside of you? So that's the first invitation. The next invitation that we're being given right now is to surrender our need to control and make plans. Oh. <laughs> Surrender. At the Reveal Retreat in Nashville that I hosted in February, we talked a lot about surrender. A lot. And how this word can have really negative connotations or really empowering ones. And I, I view it as an empowering surrender, which is giving up this need to control. I'm in a network of women who own their own businesses called The Mob, and we had a Zoom call one day, and there was a lot of stress and anxiety about strategy and planning, and if I may be so bold, may I suggest that there is an invitation to surrender that planning, to for the moment, forego the need to strategize and plan out, to release the ways of running a business that you are typically used to, and to holding your plans and strategy with open arms, being flexible and okay with change. You can fight change and seek to control it right now, and you will end up exhausted and burned out, and fried, and frustrated, and stressed out of your mind. But when you surrender, there's a freedom that comes. And anxiety is birthed from this idea of looking forward or behind. And that's, we create situations that don't exist when we look forward or behind. When we're looking around instead of staying present, that's when anxiety becomes prevalent is the what ifs, right? That's what drives our anxiety. What if? What if you practiced staying present instead of thinking about tomorrow or the day after that or the day after that or, you know, when kids go back to school or when you can go back to work? What if you? just took a breath and you stayed present. You stayed here. You stayed at the table coloring with your kiddo. You stayed present as you were working on caring for your clients today. You stayed present as you went to work. You stayed present in your meditation. You stayed present 
And this is a discipline of the mind. I don't want to make this sound easy because it's not. I believe it's the work of a lifetime. This is not easy stuff, but it is the work that has the biggest impact. And just staying present. This is also an invitation to really listen to and care for your body. We are go, go, go all the time, are we not? And this is an invitation to slow down. I've actually been able to have dinner with my husband and my son, and that usually doesn't happen because my husband works so late and we eat so early. But we've been shifting and spending more time together. And it has been amazing to sit down and share a meal. And this whole time right now, especially when we're at home and there's food and the the prevalence of stress eating is is rising and there's fear of the somebody today said quarantine 15. And just this idea of like, instead of the freshman 15, like gaining weight during this time and friends, now is not the time to be doing any kind of dieting or restricting. Now is not the time to be doing keto or intermittent fasting or doing Weight Watchers or Noom or whatever is drawing you to restrict this is not the time. This is the time to practice body acceptance. This is the invitation to listen to your body and what it needs. If you're craving foods, if you're binging on foods, getting curious about that, not judging it, not criticizing yourself for it, but saying, interesting, I just ate, but I still feel like I want something sweet or salty or crunchy. Why? What is that for me? What's happening for me right now? This is your opportunity to do the work that we've been talking about for the last 117 episodes on this show. Now is your time to listen to your body, to move your body in a way that feels good. If you're used to going to the gym and now you don't have access to a gym, what does that bring up for you? Is exercise a way that you control or cope? And how can it look different? How can you move your body in a way that feels nourishing, that feels good, that feels celebratory of the fact that you have a body that is healthy or maybe not healthy? but that you have a body. This is your time to listen. And which leads us into the next invitation, which is to really understand what self-care looks like for you. Not for other people, but for you. A lot of the typical self-care has been taken away. Massages, going to get your hair done, your nails done, going out with friends, like that's all gone. And you get to learn how to utilize other methods of self-care. What does it look like? I'll give you some examples of what I use that are ones that I can use at home in isolation. And the first is essential oils. And these are 
essential non-negotiables in my house. Our diffuser has been going 24-7 with balance and serenity and cheer and console and elevation. These are all doTERRA blends. Uh, lots of tree oils and citrus and, and mint oils to lift our spirits, to keep us grounded, to connect us to ourselves. Even my kiddos, my kiddos, I have one. My kiddo is using essential oils. He has forever. But that's a non-negotiable part of our self-care is to use those. And I love them. Other self-care looks like stretching and moving throughout the day. Energy and feelings get stored and stuck inside the body. If you have trouble sleeping, it might might be that movement, more movement throughout the day will help you sleep better. It also looks like meditation. That is a non-negotiable part of my day. I need 10 to 15 minutes where I can get quiet and get still and meditate. Maybe for you, that looks like prayer space or journaling space. Wherever you can get it, get it. (laughs) I also use nutrition as a means of self-care. I love to cook, and this is perfect for me. Maybe you don't love to cook, but maybe there's something you could love to to learn to love. Maybe there's some websites you can find. Like I love Oshi Glows and Danielle Walker, who was against all green. Bakerita. These are just some of my favorite people who have beautiful cookbooks out that I love to look at online and the paper versions to get inspired to cook because it can be so nourishing. Sometimes I'll pour a little bit of wine and turn on some music. Like right now, Sarah McLaughlin is playing in my living room and I made some roasted potatoes while I was drinking some wine and my kiddo was coloring and our oils were diffusing and it was perfect. It was a perfect moment. And you can be in seasons of stress and pandemics and still have moments of contentment and beauty, which leads us into the next invitation, which is an invitation to choose your feelings. My husband, God bless him, again, he's a therapist, and he loves this worksheet where he has these control boxes. And in one of the boxes is you. It's a small box, (laughs) But it contains you and your feelings, your thoughts, your reactions, and your responses. Everything else is outside of that box. Guess what you get to control? Exactly. The box. (laughs) You. Your response and reactions and thoughts and feelings about things are the only things that you can control. COVID-19 is an invitation to surrender control And to learn how to respond to what's happening rather than react. Reaction comes from a wounded place of unhealed trauma, unhealed wounds, core wounds, core fears. And responding comes from practicing the pause, taking a beat, checking in with yourself before responding to a situation. And that's the invitation. 
is to choose how you want to react and how you want to respond and how you want to feel. My friend Kate says this all the time. You choose how you want to feel. And it's so true. And that doesn't mean that you deny unpleasant and uncomfortable feelings. On the contrary, this is the time to let them be felt and to not numb or avoid or minimize, right? If you're feeling scared, feel scared. But maybe set a timer. Have a little timer that you set for three minutes. And for three minutes, just throw yourself into the fear. Let it take over. Find it in your body. Feel it. Like experience it fully for the three minutes. And then when that timer goes off, you get to choose how you want to feel. Do you want to stay in that place of fear? Or would you like to feel empowered? What do you want to feel like? This is an invitation to choose how you want to feel. I choose to feel empowered, content, and happy. These are the things that I want to feel and secure. I want to feel these things. And I am going to choose to feel that way even though financially things have slowed down. And we don't know when that will change. Our house is going on the market next week and we can't tour homes for two weeks. I could be stressed and anxious about that, but I'm choosing not to be. I give myself my time limit to feel those uncomfortable feelings. I let them be there. And then I choose to feel differently. And you have this option as well. This is available to you anytime. How do you want to feel? And there are some days when you want to feel sad, where you want to feel scared, where you want to feel anxious. Feel that way. Just make it a choice. You are not a victim of what is happening right now. Tough love right here. You are not a victim of COVID-19. Nobody is a victim. Those that get COVID, yes, they are infected with a virus. You can choose a victim status or you can say, okay, I have this illness. I'm going to fight. I choose to fight. I choose to feel empowered. I choose to feel strong. I choose to feel healthy. You have this ability in you. And it's uncomfortable to say that there are no victims. We don't like that because a lot of times it's easy to get attached to a victim story. I chose it for years. I was a victim of my narcissistic father. I was a victim of my mom's death. And that kept me in such a small box for so many years. And it took me a long time to open that box and say, you know what? I'm not a victim. I'm not. I'm queen of my life. I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to feel powerless. I want to feel empowered because that's what victimhood does to you. It strips your power and gives it to something else. You can receive the invitation to take your power back, to set boundaries for yourself, to eat and move from a place of self and body acceptance, to feel how you want to feel, to do the work that you've been putting off. This is all within your grasp. And you just need to take it. You need to choose which one you want to work on. 
And don't make a plan. Don't make a big long list and say, okay, today I'm going to focus on this. Get in tune with what your body needs, what your mind needs, what your soul needs, what your heart needs. And if you need support with this work, this is what I do. I help women eat, move, and be from that place of self-embodied acceptance so that you can be confident in your life, so that you can move through this time of uncertainty and stress and anxiety feeling empowered. Even if your business has slowed, even if you don't know where the money is coming from, even if your family members get sick, even if you get sick, you can still have that rock solid foundation. And there's work to be done, and you are being invited, nay, <laughs> welcomed, if not nudged and pushed into these different areas. And it comes down to, are you going to accept the invitation or are you going to continue to fight it? So this is what I offer you today is a chance to move through this feeling how you want to feel. And if you are feeling just anxious or not knowing what your next best step is, then I want you to reach out. Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com is my email. You can reach me on Facebook through private message or Instagram, Kim.Ludeman. And you could send me a DM, however you want to reach out. I would be happy to sit and do a free 20-minute just clarity call with you where we get real clear on what it is that your next step is. And I would love to do that with you. And if you want to take advantage of that, all you have to do is ask. And we'll set it up and we'll talk and it will be magic. <laughs> oh, okay, my friends. I wanted to keep this under 20 minutes, but we're at minute 25 and I need to go play charades with my boys. So I'm going to leave you here with this. May you go into the rest of your day feeling your feelings and being open to the invitation that this time is providing for you. May you find and create space to do the work, to feel confident and empowered and strong in a time of uncertainty. May the gravity of what's happening not pull you down, but bring awareness to you And may you soar. I'm here for you. I love you. I'm so thankful for you. And I'll see you next week. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Captivatingly Confident. I am so excited that you're here and investing in yourself. If you want to learn more about Captivatingly Confident, you can visit my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. Thank you so much for hanging out today. If you would like to, I invite you to subscribe to the show and also to leave a rating and review on iTunes. Every single review means so, so much to me, and it helps to get the word about Captivatingly Confident out and to help change women's lives. I'll see you next time.